podcasters, what is your profession? Podcasting. <laughs> oh, I did the wrong thing. You're supposed to just Ooh. say, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Let's, let's get it again. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping all this in. <laughs> all right. Say it again. Yeah. Podcasters, what is your profession? Ooh. 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 <laughs> See, I have more Patreon supporters than you Welcome to Director's Showdown. And if you didn't catch the reference, today's episode is on one of the movies I love, uh, 300, and returning guest two times this season. I'm back. It's back Sean. To back, back, back to back. Back to back. Sean's. Can you believe it? How's it going, Sean? It's doing good. It's got to yeah. get on, on both sides of the argument so I can't lose. Yeah. Did yeah. you talk? Well, I guess... What is your? Did you talk a little bit about Snyder last time? I don't remember. Neither. Um, I think we mostly did Bay. Yeah, we just mostly kept it at Bay. Bay and yeah. all the actors in Armageddon. But hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan of Zack Snyder. I didn't realize that I've like seen his whole career until like I, I didn't yeah. know Dawn of the Dead was his first movie. And it's then, pretty modern, yeah. Yeah, and that was something that my brother was really into. So hmm. yeah. I've, Pretty much watched his whole career unfold. It's wild. What what makes you uh, want to be part about wanting to come on here for three hundred? It's just um, it was one of those movies that came out during that time of your life, like the zeitgeist kind of thing. Yeah, like the that zeitgeist. Was, yeah. So I, I was the right age. I was like a sophomore in high school, I think, in like AP World History. We we knew that this wasn't factually accurate necessarily, <laughs> but it just looked so amazing and then was in like I don't know influential like. Yeah, everyone fucking saw it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big hit. I actually remember being in the theater watching this movie, and I don't know who I was. Do you were you there, Brent? I don't know. I I got my own personal kind of history with this one. Yeah, I, I don't think it. you and I. Even maybe knew each other. Yeah, much probably yet. not. Maybe I saw you at like John's lands, yeah. but we weren't really friends yet. I don't think. Is it 2007? This movie, right? Six. Six. six okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was before we we knew each other for sure. Oh, well, you had to see this with an adult because we were like yeah, I guess 16, so. 17. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I must have seen it with my parents. Yeah, I don't remember. I just remember seeing it and thought yeah. it was k- kicked fucking ass, and I was worried. That watching it again, my my uh, my thirty thirty something, I'll say that thirty something brain would not like it, but uh, you know, I'll spoil it. I love this movie, <laughs> and it's great. It's a great movie. Yeah. So, Brett, what do, what is your unique? You you have a unique thing. Yeah, I story. Uh, so when I was uh, fifteen, and I think. Bit when I was 16, obviously, because I was working there when this movie came out. I worked at Palladium. Mm. It was my second job. Which is a uh, theater chain. Part of a theater chain. Oh, I'm chain. sorry. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I, I worked yeah. at Palladium. It was, a, it was a, a Santico's Palladium theater. It was pretty much brand new, mm. if I'm getting the dates right. Um, it was my my second job. The first I barely worked. So it was basically, I kind of view it basically as my first real job. Um, I was like, 15, 16, I was like an usher. I worked concessions, all of that shit. Uh, when you're an usher, you 
spend a lot of time in between when you know movies are getting out and you have to go in and clean up after everybody um, kind of walking around and you can walk like I'm sure you guys have seen everybody listening has seen like people walk into the theater the employees kind of walk in they kind of look around that to them kind of just like wanting to burn time by watching a little bit of like X movie basically that's not them being like I want to try to bust some kids that's like a 17 year old being like yeah I want to see like what's going on on this scene of of whatever mm-hmm. so long story short I was an usher when this movie came out and it was one of the like biggest movies of my entire time working at Palladium. Like I would yeah. walk in to a lot of scenes. I would, I, I saw, I don't even know. I feel like I didn't see the full movie until after it was out of theaters, but I saw so many bits and pieces of this movie, just like walking in. Uh, I got a weird ting of PTSD when the credits of this movie started because Obviously, you go in when the credits start, and you wait for people to go out. You clean up while the credits are rolling. Um, and I was just like, I got that kind of like chill of like, oh my god, yeah, you, I'm gonna go clean up everybody's like spilled beer, hot dog wrappers, <laughs> yeah. their nasty. Like it was like a Pavlov's dog thing where you heard the yeah. credits and you started. Exactly. Salvating. Yeah. It's yeah. like it, this. When I think of like the biggest movies to release while I worked there and like clean theaters, it was this. And I think Spider-Man 3, those were like Ooh, the biggest ones. Because I remember... is fucking... Yeah, that was crazy times. Yeah. Wild, wild time, man. Mm. There were... They literally had overnight showings of that movie. There were 3 a.m. Sean, do you, were you working there by that time? They had oh, overnight later, showings? But yeah, 3 a.m. I remember when they brought back overnight showings for a little while. It was bad. Until the curse. shootings happened, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. Yeah, Dark... Mm. Oh, my God, Dark mm. Knight. Yeah. Um, but... But yeah, and and just being able to, that's ba- that's basically my history. Being able to separate myself from that early, you know, memory of of seeing bits and pieces of this movie so much, um, it was just great to to rewatch it. So, did yeah, you fun. ever actually watch it from start to finish in a theater? Boy, I <laughs> I don't think I did. That's so funny. I think yeah. I saw. Yeah, like Death by a Thousand Cuts, just like so much of this movie in chunks. Because I think this, like, if if they, I wish they could do a re release of this movie in IMAX. It was in IMAX. I remember cleaning that fucking filthy IMAX theater when this movie played there. D Box would go pretty hard. Oh, D Box would go real hard. Yeah. With that hard rock music playing, dude. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Not just rock, but hard rock music playing. Hell yeah. Just that mid 2000s. Yeah. Oh, that good shit. It was. It's good <laughs> shit. It's good. Fucking it fucking shit. hits, dude. It fucking hits when you're watching this movie. It's you start vibing with it, and it honks, hits and honks, <laughs> and slaps a little bit. <laughs> where did honks come from, anyway? Who knows? Like, where I, is that derived from? Honks came from blank check. It, it did it? come. I I picked it up from blank check, and oh. then I started saying it. And then yeah. you started listening to Blank Check, and then we all just started saying that on like Twitter and yeah. in person. And I stuff. think also Brian had showed me a comedy bang bang like skit about it was Carl Tart and this other guy doing songs about trucks, <laughs> where they they would toot honk and beep. And so honking was just a big part of my life mm-hmm. for that two week period. Honking was a big <laughs> part of my life. That's so uh, Carl Tart, just one of the one of the best. One of the funniest. Um, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's that's my history with it. I, I also was similarly, like, wondering how it would 
age because I, I've heard different kind of people that I that I follow and stuff talking about it and being like, yeah, it's like the visuals are really cool, but it's kind of slow and boring. And I kind of kept waiting for it to get a little boring. And it, it didn't quite happen for me, bo- honestly. Who says it got... Just, I don't what know. What part does know. it get boring? Everything is riveting. <laughs> it's eye-catching. It's fucking eye candy constantly. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I mean, we should we should maybe set up a little bit that this is Snyder's immediate follow-up. His sophomore... Is it a sophomore film? Sophomore, yeah. Uh-huh. Sophomore yeah. follow-up to... It's uh, always the sophomore films. It really is a lot of the time, yeah. Yeah, like uh, Pulp Fiction and... Uh, what else? Who else uh, got a good... So- who I think it's... Because I always think sophomore films are always their best films. Uh, I mean... I'm just getting random examples. Sam Raimi did Evil Dead 2. It's a better Evil Dead movie. Hot Fuzz... Whoa, oh boy. That's I mean, that's a discussion. Hot fuzz, more like hot take. You think it's a hot take? I don't think I think a lot of people like Sean of Dead more, but... I don't... I, I think just on, like, a quality scale, I think... What was Waititi's second movie? Oh, yeah, well, his... Yeah, he did Boy after Eagle vs. Shark. Yeah, and Boy is Big just... God, Eagle... I forgot. Thanks for bringing that movie I can't up. believe we talked about that movie and saw that Thanks, movie, Eric. Actually. We love you, Eric. <laughs> good episode. It was a yeah. good episode. Yeah. Uh, you know. That movie's, yeah. A product, <laughs> I'll say a product of its time. Very much. Very Same much with so. 300. 300 is a product of its time for sure. It's definitely well kept in the era of yeah. the aughts. I learned that word. The aughts. Hey, I did Bay, not... to jump over to Bay real yeah. quick. The Rock after Bad Boys. That was that was his. Oh. Yeah. Was his, was Rock his initial? Was Rock the Rock? Uh, yeah, his that, initial film. No, was, that was his second. The Rock is his second. Yeah, Bad oh. Boys was first, so he did start pretty strong. But we're covering Bad Boys too, mm. so we'll talk about all that context. I need to watch Bad Boys one though again because just to, talk to have the con. Yeah, just yeah. To have the context of you know either one for sure. Yeah, but yeah, the the aughts was. Um, was was a good time for cinema, I thought. You know, I mean, I guess it's just kind of the bias of being a teenager and like, mm-hmm. you know, seeing all these movies kind of thrusted from the '90s and with better camera equipment. <laughs> yeah, know? really exploring what you could do with CGI. I wanted to talk about that the the CGI component to this movie, in the sense of like how it's really well done. I I think. I think there's some like moments where you get some like oddities of the CGI, but overall it really fits the entire aesthetic of the film tonally. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I, because since I'm assuming I didn't look into it, but I'm assuming Snyder used the comic book 300 for reference mm-hmm. on uh, all his framing mm-hmm. and just seeing like that big bad wolf at the beginning and just how it's completely CGI, but just just how the the color grading was done just to really uh give you a feel of the scene and making it to where you don't really notice how animated it is it just feels a part of the whole um environment is really great and you get that in, through the entire film i think yeah i think something that that lends to like the fantasticalness like the verisimilitude of that like you feel yeah. that it's not too out of reach is the way that um, 
the story is narrated like it's it's told as a story like so you're like aware yeah, yeah. that that this is like a legend that you're hearing mm-hmm. so like by solid snake yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. hey by uh by faramir from uh, Lord of the Rings. That's because I I was like I know this voice. Yeah. What the fuck? And We're, it's Faramir. Was he in anything else? He had to get this hot off of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like like three years. He has years a great on. voice. His voice is a good fucking voice. Yeah, I classic voice. I think he. Yeah, I should have brought my laptop. He's definitely been in other stuff. But uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, as far as the the kind of like realism versus you know stylized visuals i i think snyder is is really good at kind of walking that line of as you guys were talking about it i thought of like speed racer where Mm, it's like that is a highly stylized movie but at least for me when i watch it i think for when a lot of people watch it um you're kind of like this is like like of a piece it like all makes sense in and of itself it's like you kind of accept that it's like not trying to be reality and so, therefore, it kind of it works because I, it's myth. Yeah. That's yeah. myth. That's myth, baby. He was in Three Hundred: Rise of Empire, the sequel. Funny as mm-hmm. Delios. I forgot. Oh, so he's back telling <laughs> he's like, another story. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was in Australia. Remember that movie? I didn't Ooh. see that one. Or Public Enemies. I don't. I don't remember who he is in that. Yeah, I hardly remember that whole movie. This double dino that Leonidas just did. <laughs> Oh yeah, dude. Dude, whatever. That's a fucking a V two, whatever, dude. <laughs> I actually, whatever, man. I was reading today that they no, all, that's all the actors <laughs> trained with this like world renowned rock climber. That oh really? But he made him do like different exercises every day. Like it wasn't consistently rock climbing, but mm-hmm. that was part yeah. of it. Yeah, you gotta get those fucking big ass forearms and abs, you know. Well, I will say, speaking about the VFX, there's a lot of like. Uh, almost invisible VFX in this very stylized movie oh, of yeah. like a lot of the kind of muscles and like abs were actually yeah. kind of like spruced up to, to be there or be more intense than they actually were on the people. It's like that, that really smart use of visual effects that I think only good directors know how to like fully implement where it's like, where you don't let's even, add on yeah. to what mm-hmm. we already have, you know? Yeah. yeah, I just I just go on I go on Final Cut and go to abs slider and then <laughs> increase <laughs> all the way up until you look like fucking uh, Michael yeah. Fassbender in this movie. I mean, have you seen my Instagram? It's just full of like you know, just Jack, just abs. Yeah, me with abs on. The AI just detects torsos and it's like ripped. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what it is now. It's probably there's probably some like. Uh, it's one of those Chinese ads that you see all over the place, you know, like fucking. Yeah, you, you like, too can get abs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like put a put a sh- pick of like your uh, shitty looking body, and that just like plugs some abs onto it. Yeah, it has like that magical effect over like, Wing! and it's like some fucking cartoon character doing it for you. And the Russians are just collecting all the data. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like they, like they do on all those apps. Have, have you all seen the the meme of Alex Jones like before and after like his workout plan, and it's like the yeah. same picture. Him, but he's he looks red. red. Yeah. <laughs> like he just did some push-ups and like flexed really hard. He looks exactly the same. Yeah. Oh man. Um oh boy, we gotta talk about these fucking guys, right? The, so yeah, I mean, watching it this time, I had forgotten. I really had forgotten, I think, about the most 
I guess supernatural or like weirder kind of like graphic novel comic booky elements of the movie. Mm. Um, but yeah, the uh, I forgot what they're called. The the they're not the oracles because the oracle was like that's its whole other <laughs> can of worms. Wait, that scene's beautiful. It's that really beautiful, beautiful shot. scene. Yeah. Like the yeah. the the combination of like the the smoke and. And her dress. And her, like, yeah, yeah, and the cloth and all that it stuff. It was very uh, mesmerizing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to say that. No, dude. <laughs> I mean, Snyder's fucking. I mean, there's great a re- that shit. that's like connected to one of his signature moves, too, with the, the slow motion and the nudity at the same time. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we should say this. God, this movie is the one that defined his that signature move, right? Because. Right, yeah. Dawn of the Dead is so. Dawn of the Dead seems so quaint and so classical when you watch it now. Oh, it's a full, like, 90s movie, if you feel. like Yeah. That's what Dawn of the Dead feels. This feels like this is a star of the aughts. I want to keep saying I want to keep No, I mean, just, <laughs> you know? hey, the aughts are a yeah. big fucking decade for both these guys. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're totally right. And I, I remember kind of thinking that. I think that's why I walked into this movie so much is because I was like, this movie is weird and this movie is very special and looks different than the things that I'm used to. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know, like Spider-Man three came out a year before this, I think. Right. Isn't that the timeline? Mm. And it's just like the pivot of like, that is a, I think 2005, that sounds right. Um, was it later? I knew I worked there and I was 15. Okay, whatever. But, uh, but yeah, this feels like something, fresh and interesting and it's like him still adapting not a comic book but a graphic novel by frank miller mm-hmm. yeah right? which frank miller we should talk about frank miller in a little bit but uh it just felt like a totally fresh new thing and like i feel like this establishes the Zack snyder kind of visual look like through to right now basically mm. yeah yeah a lot of people wanted to emulate um this style, even Frank Miller himself, when he went on to do um, his own film, The Spirit. Uh, How'd that work out for him, Adam? You saw that one, right? Yeah, I was so excited for it. I mean, like, I thought it looks cool as hell. Like, I thought, you know, it looked really neat, and it just was not a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it was really bad. Well, he'd also yeah. had luck with um, Sin City was him and Robert Rodriguez together, right? Right, right. Yeah. And, and so... Uh, Frank Miller was assistant director, I think, on that one. On that first one. Yeah. That first, I wonder how that one would age now. Because I remember really liking Sin City. Yeah. I wanted to go revisit it. Yeah. Because I I was the same way. Yeah. It's just, I, I, I don't think, I think it'll still be good. It, it's because I think we're thinking about Boondock Saints here. Oh, boy. And I still haven't seen Boondock Saints since, like, oh, you know, since we were both but everyone, seventeen. Yeah, everyone yeah. says it's bad now. Well, but. I even feel like I don't know. Maybe you felt different, but when Boondock Saints two came out, I feel like it was kind of an event, right? It and was. We saw it, I think. Yeah, at Silverado. Every, I don't remember. We gathered a bunch of friends loving to see it, it, though. It, it seems like after weird. Boondock Saints two is when people started to go back and look at Boondock Saints one and be like, mm, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a movie I'm still yeah, I'm kind of uh a little worried to revisit that one. Yeah, cuz I remember we loved it, but you know. <laughs> it, it's you know. it's strange how things um entropy over time, huh? You know, yeah. Just, I guess so. Just, I mean, 
yeah. To talk about Frank Miller a bit. Yeah, um, might as well. Yeah. I never really had much nostalgia or like passion for his stuff really. I don't know oh, about yeah. I don't know about you guys, but at least his comics or I did read mm. uh, quite a few of the Sin City graphic novels, uh Dark Knight Returns and his Daredevil was my like entryway to Daredevil, but I don't think he did the best Daredevil stuff. I I don't really like his Daredevil mm. stuff. That's kind of like my extent with his I don't know, like comic writing. Yeah, I only I only briefly read Sin City. Um, but I still followed him a lot because of 300 and Sin City. Mm. That's why I knew I was excited for the spirit and because I just loved that sort of art style. Like it's just good art really, style. For really. Sure. Like he, he, he has an eye for aesthetics for sure. Um, but he did just fizzle out. I think, I think his spirit really, really killed his movie career. You know, a mm. uh, funny thing, uh, speaking of, uh, uh, Alan Moore uh, has has an interesting relationship with, and you'll hear about uh, you know Alan Moore on a future podcast. Oh yeah, a lot. But of them. Alan Moore, like, I remember reading that he liked his art style a lot, like his comic, like his like how action oriented Frank Miller was. Yeah. But you know, on on other on other aspects like the storytelling, not so much. They have kind of a riff there, but. <laughs> Yeah, I I feel like that's kind of where he uh that's kind of one of his biggest uh faults I think is that there's so much good, you know, like visual artistry there and obviously a lot of it was used in 300 like directly Snyder kind of took a lot of that stuff. Um mm-hmm. but that there's like not a lot going on under the surface. He's kind of like a very surfacey stylized guy. Um, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. And yeah, you and know, it's like, totally fine yeah. for what it is. I, I, I just think there's a lot of nostalgia for his, uh, stories specifically when like maybe other writers were doing more interesting stuff. Mm. How loud is that? Is that, are we good? I mean, yeah, we, they're, they're they fine. They always, yeah. yeah, they get they it late tonight. God damn. Um, but like, I mean, the, yeah, the, the point is, I just think that, you know, you, Frank Miller is not trying to be nuanced. He never yeah. is never a guy like he's doing. I think when you do superheroes or any comic book, it's like, you know, how much nuance it's like the anti Alan Moore thing. It's just, you know, let's just do, do what, what's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean, yeah. and what make, what's easy makes sense. And what's straightforward here, uh, I mean, like you know, you if you're smart enough, you can pull out a lot. You can pull out some shit, deep shit about three hundred. Yeah. If you guys want to, we could we could start trying to dig up our asses, uh, <laughs> like those Athenians. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny, like you because know, there's that line. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. The line with the boy, he says, "Boy lover, boy loving Athenians." Yeah. It's all true, but what's funny is that Sparta was um, also. They were also boy lovers. Um, the 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 young the young one the young boys would pleasure their mentors, and that was oh a boy, yeah. it was a. I mean, it was a way of like saying like thank you for like taking me under your wing and teaching me your ways. Like that, you know. I'm not saying it's good or anything, but yeah. it's just like that was. I mean, that's just Greek. That's just a. Greek. 
Greek, Greek Greece. Yeah, they were all Greek on some fucking people, wild shit. Yeah, and you know, it, I'm a okay. I guess I'm turning this over to Dude, my let's fucking yeah my my Sparta history. Here we go. Um, corner here. Mr. It won't. It won't Mr. take often. It won't take class. long. Classes in session. Well, because like it's it's interesting <laughs> because like this movie's talking about you know like you have Leonidas's like wife, the queen, played by um. Lena Hetty, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, the great. Cersei? Yeah, Cersei. Mm-hmm. And, uh, From Game of Thrones. That's not her name yeah. in the movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify. But it, yeah. But everybody knows her as Cersei. But uh, she... Um, I mean, it, it's all great themes there where she's like, I'm a woman and I still have a say in things and this is like a male dominant, dominant thing. Mm-hmm. That's all great themes in the movie. The funny thing is that in Sparta, it was a... It, there were matriarchs and they actually were the ones who had a lot of power. They were the ones who held all the funds. Um, and the reason why they did is because a lot of Spartans, Spartan men die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there was a, just a safety precaution, like give it to the women. Cause well, what happened? <laughs> no, the, the interesting thing, what happened is that when your husband dies, um, you're the, the the his money becomes his wife's money. It's not. It doesn't. What happened in other um, societies was that it would go to like, I think a next of kin, a male, mm. or like their son or something. Yeah, you even know, if they're thirteen or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But what would happen? That was a special thing about Sparta is that it would go to their wives, and a lot of them would just accrue like a lot of money over time because yeah. of that like special law. That yeah. was very unique. Because I imagine you probably yeah you marry someone new, yeah. right, and, and then they're gonna probably die. They die in a war, <laughs> yeah, and then you get their money, Wild. yeah. Damn. And so there was like a, a a high society of matriarchs in Sparta that had a lot of sway over the king and queen of Sparta. Mm. So like it's it's funny like to say that like you know the women did have a lot of say. It was actually a very like. Is liberal for its time, you know, having yeah. w- women have that say, but it, it, like we can't put, you know, ancient history as like men had all the power all the time. It was definitely a lot more complicated and mm-hmm. in that. I mean, I, I watched a bunch of like Cleopatra and like, oh, yeah. I'll stop there, but I should just yeah, stop really there. I'm curious about, you know, a lot of. Uh, kind of history about like Spartans and hmm. uh, do do you have any more kind of tidbits on uh, actual Spartan history, like the three hundred history? Well, like the that's uh, realistic the 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 betrayer. What's his name? F um, Xerxes or no? The guy who the hunchback. The hunchback. Oh, I he's a real name. person. He he actually did um, betray Sparta. I saw this on Wikipedia. But <laughs> yeah, yeah he uh, I don't know. It didn't say anything. He was like disabled or anything, but he thought he would get like riches from it. Same thing. There. Yeah, I yeah. think in, in the movie, they make it seem like or they make it that his parents had rescued him from being yeah. uh, left on the side of the hill as a child since he was deformed. Mm. I think in my Wikipedia <laughs> uh, review it was saying it was just like a like a sheep's herder that that betrayed them. It wasn't... Yeah, he just wanted yeah. money from Xerxes, you know? So. Yeah. How... So, I, that's something that I truly don't know because I know so little about the actual event. Um, how? So, that event did happen. Yeah. 
It did. There were three, roughly three hundred Spartans. It was like three thousand more so, I think. Right? Okay, something like. Uh, it was it was the three hundred Spartans plus the other like the Acadians. The Acadians, and stuff. okay. So yeah, because they kind of in the movie they like join and there's a lot more, but it, they kind of dip out, and I was like, that feels like kind oh, of reshuffling. Yeah. In the movie, it says they they dip out after they learn of the betrayal, like after mm-hmm. they learn that the their back has been given up that that trail. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, they're like we're fucked, so we're gonna. Head out, and then, uh, and then they are fucked. Yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, the the total strength of King Leonidas and Dem Demophiles was seven thousand. So I don't know if it was, it was okay. So I think the three hundred were the ones who just remained behind, but weren't the initial mm, okay. force. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Which so, okay yeah it makes um, a lot more and sense. And so so yeah. I'm so fucking ignorant to world history. No, it's so fine. Xerxes and the Persians do. real like truly were just like sweeping through. Yeah, they had a campaign. The world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Xerxes' father. Yeah, he was something um, with the D. Yeah, had, had tried to to overtake Gr- Greece a couple of times and it failed. Yeah, he failed and then died yeah. while he was planning Darius his next. Yeah. yeah. Darius the Great, yeah. Darius the Great, damn. Uh, speaking of Xerxes, Sean, specifically, do you know who fucking plays Xerxes in this movie? It's Diego something. I, do, do you know what he's from? Because this might... this I We should prepare the listeners and you that your brain might, like, turn into a pretzel. You I might don't, go mute I, for I a couple I literally minutes. just learned who it was because I don't know why in my head I thought it was... James Caviezel th- this whole time since I saw it in 2006. <laughs> that f- kind of fits. Yeah, you kind of put like uh, Passion of the Christ Jesus and, and Xerxes into like a weird conglomeration. Yes. But, uh, Xerxes is played by uh, none other than fucking Paolo from Lost. Oh my God. Isn't that fucking crazy? <laughs> I truly just sat back in a chair and was just like, there's no way in hell. I didn't know that guy got work. And <laughs> you know what's yeah, I mean he's on he's on Westworld too. Rodrigo like a, San, Santoro? Yeah. Yeah, that that's it. it. He's yeah. uh Hell do you yeah. recognize him from Westworld, Adam? That's probably the bigger pull yeah. for you. He's the cool cowboy looks, and the He looks very familiar. I just don't I can't place him anywhere, honestly. I mean, yeah, uh Xerxes is Paolo and they Charlie's deep in his Angels, voice. full throttle. Oh, that's oh well, I mean, who could who could forget? Um, but yeah, they do a weird one of the one of the things that's maybe aged the worst is his weird kind of like I think voiceover slash dub. I mean, if it fits because like yeah, it's otherworldly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's that mythos thing. It's like he's like supposed to exude that he's like larger than life, and his voice kind of gives. It's like Brent. There's a guy with blades for arms, man, <laughs> and that's you're gonna you're gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> his voice box. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, you're totally right. I mean, it's it's. There's a full Black yeah. Philip smoking yeah, hookah. Black, I took that some shit. Bread yeah, that, dude. <laughs> that like, shit is wild as hell. That's where it's like, oh, this is a capital F fantasy movie. Yeah, and you kind of have to, you know, put your your concerns about realism aside. I mean, none. I think I think the first moment is when you see the tree of like bodies, just like. 
stacked. Like, who does that shit? That's a fucking. Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. shot. Don't That's get like me wrong. That's like some shit from like the Hannibal series yeah. too. Like, oh, for sure. That's a total like Hannibal show shot. But they're gonna spin a like, like Xerxes is like, all right, Joe. Hey, make sure you you put. That guy right there on that branch. Get this family yeah. uh, all stacked up there and uh, looking good, looking skewered. real good. Yeah, all it's right, looking great. <laughs> it's like Joe's like, uh, can I talk to HR about this? Uh, you know, we don't have to. Uh, no, we kind of have to drop uh, HR back in uh, yeah. that they kinda, country. And yeah, they kind of got wiped out in the last battle, so you know. <laughs> what are you gonna- Let's just go ahead and feel just you know. I would love to, to watch a show where Xerxes has like a corporate a corporate like structure <laughs> and he has to deal with like quality like QA about his like killings like yeah and he just he always has like naked prostitutes all yeah. around and like I don't know his some whole guy. weird group that he runs with. <laughs> <laughs> imagine like just some guy in a business suit and he's like he's like uh just I don't know he, he he's like this guy who comes in and says um uh, Mr. Xerxes, uh, we've done a quality assurance analysis on your battle with the Spartans, and to be frank, it wasn't up to s- standard. <laughs> We're gonna need to reassess, uh, you know, our HR practices here. Uh, yeah, just a a uh, what's our a public Terry re- Gilliam yeah. style bureaucratic deep dive into Xerxes weird fucking uh yeah it's like we leadership have, we have to reach out to PR and kind of make sure that the battle was won you're not really giving off the god vibes with that scar there Xerxes <laughs> uh man yeah i mean so rewatching it rewatching this was a very odd experience because one you kind of, at least for me, I realized that Michael Fassbender was in this. Yeah. Dude, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't realize it till after I had watched it and then was reading about it. I was like, what the fuck? Fassbender's in this? Yeah, he's got, he's got like some uh, Fabio style hunky long hair in it. And he acts Looks like a, great. And he, he acts like a way more uh, juvenile than he usually does in all his roles, which is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah him like him and what I, well, what I realize is, uh, and maybe we can talk about this more, but in relation to Lord of the Rings, which I feel like, does this movie get made without Lord of the Rings? I don't know. Um, but Fastbender and yeah, all these visuals, man, like the yeah. shield, the rain on the shield, Leonite, one of the most kick ass images, the Persian so boats on oh, them screaming. Sick. It's just it. Re- I I can't Look believe at that. I didn't. That's a think- fucking portrait. Yeah, like the ships. Fu- like I would I would go to the Smithsonian and see that fucking frame. Just bring <laughs> posters of of shots from Zack sir, Snyder's Sir, what are you doing? Uh, giving you the art your museum deserves. <laughs> uh, this is for the uh, Snyder Cut exhibit. <laughs> Uh, and you just have a bunch of frames of Snyder movies. Um, oh God, what God. was I saying? Oh, Sorry, yeah, yeah. Fast, but no, Fastbender's whole dynamic, a lot of it is with, he kind of has like a friendly rivalry with uh, the guy's son. I forgot the guy's name, but... The captain, um, yeah. The captain's son. Mm. Uh, and it's very uh, it's really Gimli. Cute. It's like really bro-y. You know? It's very Gimli and Legolas. Ah, like, that's what it reminded right. me of, of, of kind of a thing of like them being like, let's get like a couple of like fun guys who are having fun killing people kind of like Gimli and like, yeah, dude. you know, the, it's great. 
they're the two that when the arrows are blocking out the sun, they start laughing, right? Yeah. And yeah. he's like, you just had to say that shit. <laughs> he's yeah. like, what? He's like, we'll battle in the shade or whatever. Just, yeah. It's so great. Yeah, because like, what was that? The Arcadian guy was like, why are you smiling? <laughs> like, it was like the when he's talking about the beautiful death oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Dude, like, you fucking sicko. <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty kick-ass, though. This movie, yeah, this movie just has an insane. I'd be so curious to see the like cross section of how many people like this male versus female because this movie very f- much feels like such a like masculine kind of like hey, I don't know. Hey, I mean, and there's wh- nothing wh- wrong with that. I'm just saying that it's it's it feels very targeted. To, uh, you know, maybe I'm giving short shrift hey. to Le- Lena Hetty though. Hey, all the ladies love Gerard Butler, baby. <laughs> the ladies love him, dude. They, they really that, do. Th- he reels them in. Yeah, he this was like um, in. Magic Mike before movies were made for women. <laughs> yeah, seriously, like, there's a lot of things women will enjoy about this movie. It's very true. You got, uh, you got a long-haired like, fastbender. You got they, a, they have like little speedos on. You guys see the bolt, Brent? Put on your gay vision for a second here. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, it's always on, Adam. Like I, I, I can always like pop on that that lens. Tread, tread lightly here. Yeah, <laughs> we're uh, in twenty twenty one. Yeah, babe. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but you're 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 very right. Um, yeah, I mean Butler's looking fucking ace in this movie, man. Butler's looking fucking ace. He's looking fit as hell. Okay, yeah. should we should we pivot real quick to a Butler Boys? Oh, we're there. Sean, do you know let's what? Do yeah, I mean, we're there yeah. already. I mean, do you go. know Butler Boys? I don't know Butler Boys, but I'm joining. Okay, you're <laughs> our fucking official third fucking member. Did not expect. No, I'm sure it's Butler's Boys. It's Butler's Boys. <laughs> Uh, but, no, Butler Boys sounds so much fucking funnier. <laughs> okay, that's that's fine. Master Wayne, Master, Master Wayne, are you a Butler boy, Master Wayne? Uh, Sean, what are your thoughts, feelings? Gerard Butler, okay. he's a guy we talk about just a weird amount, kind of on this. Podcast, he always so. pops out of nowhere. Always. He really does. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to think about him. He's made some good movies. He's made some terrible movies. How do you? How, he, Don't talk about him. How do you feel about him? Fuck, that's a good question. I mean... What does your yeah. heart say? <laughs> um, he reminds me of family. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it says. That's a fair... That's a good answer. He, he's like, yeah, because he feels like your dad yeah. in a way. You know? I think that's what... Oh, man. I feel like... Okay, we're talking 300, I feel like, yeah. is the birth of the Butler boys. I think it's like the birth of Gerard Butler as dad hero. Dad hero. Like masculine dad hero. And I feel like only like the last 15 years have only further cemented that kind of fact. Like he's done all the like has fallen movies that like only dads have seen. Uh, he did, uh, That's true. I mean, God, he's fucking, uh, Law-abiding citizen. Oh, that was a weird, perfect movie. dad movie. Yeah, I it's mean, a great dad movie. It is. It is. It's such a weird dad movie, but it's a dad movie. Uh, but he also has like weird, 
kind of, and I feel like what you talked about 300 about like how, you know, women probably like this movie quite a bit Mm -hmm. too. Uh, I mean, he does a bunch of rom-coms. Yeah. He does the, uh, that, the, the one where he's dead and he sends letters. Oh my God. What was the name of that movie? Uh, fuck. What was it? P.S. I love you. P.S. I love love you. Yeah. That's Um, it. I mean, yeah, he's, it's, it's, why is it only showing me? He's like, oh, he, a family man. Hey, don't really know what that was. I want to hear y'all's Gerard Butler impressions. Oh, oh putting you on the spot. Who can? One of y'all has to go first. Uh, Scottish accent. Fuck, I'm bad. I'm bad at Scottish. Oh, you know what else he's in? The <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon movies. Oh, he's the dad. That he might be one of my favorite one. Butler movies. He's the dad. He's always the dad. It's always it's solidified right there. Yeah. Uh, what? What's the dragon's name in that movie? I'm, try, I'm trying to work up a, a fucking butler accent here. Uh, yeah, I feel like I need a, an exact line to I say. I know, you got But all I can think of is yelly lines right now. Yeah. I don't want to yell, this is Sparta. I know, it's all yelly. I got to put the mic away. Uh, Tonight, we dine in heck. <laughs> <laughs> you guys heck, are, hell is where you draw the line. That's what no, you won't say. I, I bring that up because there's this funny video I used to watch all the time. Like after this movie, it was like, yeah. do you know what I'm talking about? Like the G, I think it was called G rated 300. And they, like, he, the first line is tonight we dine in. and then pause heck. And then you just see a bunch of like rainbows and just like trying to make it like kid friendly and stuff. <laughs> now, Hey, that's a Snyder cut. I'd love to see. Yeah. Frankly. I think it was like the bees will blot out the sun and it was just a bunch of... Oh, like, and then a bunch of bees. I have yeah, seen that. Like a, that's yeah. like an early YouTube thing, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, I mean... And then and then he was he was most recently in uh, Greenland, which I've also talked about a weird amount on this podcast, which is good. Mm. Is, a, is a very good kind of disaster movie. Um, it was bound yeah. to happen, you know? Like a clock is... A broken clock is... Uh, twice. Right, twice. Right a day? Is that true? <laughs> Yes, yeah. it is. We, we go on if a twelve-hours thing, yeah. so yeah, it's twice a day. Oh, I see. Okay, if yeah, it's a twelve-hour clock, but if it's a digital clock, it would be only right. Well, no, it'd be right twice a day too. <laughs> <laughs> a yeah. digital one that well that works. Assuming broken meant yeah, that it, it was frozen. frozen. Yeah, nah. yeah, that's that's what. It, yeah. Let me let me just rattle off some butlers for you. Guys, sure. Yeah. All right. We're still in Butler Boy <laughs> zone here. Yeah. Right? Rock and Roller. Dude, Rock and Roller oh, is great. Man. Good. I forgot He's that movie. Yeah. He's the fucking lead of that movie. Is he a fucking... <laughs> I don't know if is I can. Is he a fucking rock and roller? No. I can't, like, do, I can't do Scottish at all. Though, though the word I remember, because I never knew... Okay, I'm saying this because the movie says this. I'm uh-oh. not saying it because I use that word. Puff. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's a derogatory term because I'm not from fucking... It's derogatory. It's a derogatory. I don't know if... If it's culturally acceptable or not. Yeah. I don't know if if yeah. an American says it, I feel like there's enough, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, Yeah. Maybe. It's kind of like I when the British people no, do I, I that. I think there is enough hate behind it okay. where we shouldn't say it. Okay. okay. <laughs> but that's what they said all they the time. They say it a lot. In that, in well, that Guy movie, Ritchie yeah. has a very, uh, you know, uh, late 90s well, he's era. Rock, he's a know. rock and roller, dude. He, I mean, he, he is a rock and roller. Rock and rollers don't care. <laughs> uh, shattered. What no, okay, no, I don't no, know no, either. No, no. Uh, P.S. I love you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The ugly truth. I saw that one. What was that about? That's like the poster has. Uh, 
who is it? Catherine Heigl? Of course it is. Of course. Catherine Heigl. Catherine she's he- holding a, a heart above her head. Mm. How is Gerard, Gerard Butler's Butler holding the not, heart over his penis? How is he not married to Catherine Heigl? Just like on a, tro- a totally brand basis, you know? Yeah, they did like four rom coms. Well, together, apparently right? Catherine Heigl is like a bad person, right? Like I, I th- I've heard, heard she's yeah. like very mean. Yeah. Um, a gamer. Ooh, gamer oh, gamer fucking slaps. Gamer dude. was good, right? Gamer, we saw we saw that together for sure. Gamer is because it has Michael C. Hall in it as the villain. Yeah, he's he's going for it. And he plays great. Cable with a K. Is that his name? Good good Butler huh. name there. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? Coriolanus? Don't know what that is. Machine Gun Preacher. I I don't know. It sounds cool familiar, name. but it sounds yeah, cool. It does, it does yeah. Cool. Uh, Olympus has fallen. Hey, Gods of Egypt, a masterpiece. Oh, We're going to talk about it shit. one day. I still need to watch that. It's on my to-do list, to watch list. I need to watch it. Um, Hunter Killer. Hey, saying. dude, that's a classic meme that we have not. I can't believe we haven't seen. I Hunter can't believe Killer, we dude. haven't done Hunter Killer either. It's a fucking shame, one. is what that is. Gary Oldman's in it. Crazy. Hmm. Uh, Den of Thieves. I've heard that's legitimately good. Actually, I've heard that's like a good. Th- that came out. I heard it was like fairly fine. recently, right? Twenty eighteen. Okay, yeah. I watched that. It is overly long. Yeah, but it is entertaining. It would be like a. It'd be like a good like late nineties, early two thousands like cable tv movie like it would just mm. have like a five hour block but it, you'd be entertained <laughs> the whole time <laughs> yeah i heard it's just a good like it's a heist movie right yeah something like that yeah it's got like uh ice cube jr in it <laughs> oh man uh lil oh, what's his name o'shea jackson o- o'shea jackson jr, jr. Yeah, yeah that's right um good he's a better actor than his dad right i like him yeah. more than ice cube's good i like ice cube sometimes ice but... cube's a writer though that's true, um, but yeah, I don't know. That's 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 the end of 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 Butler Boys. Uh, stay tuned for. Well, he's come. There's a yeah. new Fallen movie coming. No fucking oh, after Angel, he fell. What's next? Night has fallen. That feel that feels a little. There's a trailer for that, right? He he's also. I, I remember reading. About how he's suing the studio. Everybody is, man. Everybody. Yeah, everyone's going real crazy because of the streaming shit, right? I think so. I think his specific lawsuit is a little different because I think that movie he's suing over did come out in theaters, but I think they did some sketchy stuff with the money. And uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like weird time. Well, they could because the actors are paid a percentage of the theater hits. When you, if you release the the movie on streaming at the same time, then they don't. It's a w- stupid loophole where the actor yeah. doesn't. It's kind of scummy for sure. Um, yeah, I it's 100%. it's uh yeah. it's pretty interesting because yeah, like right now you have like uh uh Jesus Christ, what's her name? Um, Scarlett like, Johansson. Yes, yeah, yeah, you have ScarJo, Emma Stone, yeah. Emma Stone. Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people who kind of were hit hard by the uh, turn to... I, I heard The Rock and Emily Blunt are real close. No, 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 I'm sorry. Emily Blunt and John Krasinski are for um, Quiet Place 2 because they yeah. um, equally already have that movie on streaming. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of you know, pissed off, I think, actors in Hollywood right now who are like, well, if this is changing, like, you know, you need us. Yeah, so give, us the, give us the cut. Yeah. You know. Yeah, 
But um, speaking of cut, a lot of fucking cut boys in this movie. A lot of cut fans. Cut boys. <laughs> you mean like like cut like as in like they were like murdered or uh, killed? Both. I guess both. Yeah. 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 Uh, also very fit. Yeah, dude. And those fucking those. Th- let's talk about the action sequences because those those are the the sp- like right now we have it on screen, and these are just fucking amazing. Yeah. Okay. So the one happening right now is Leonidas. Leonidas. It's his classic like He's side a, view. Yeah. Um, comic book strip. Yeah. Yeah. Comic strip. Kind of like zoom in, zoom out. This has actually been broken down uh, by the corridor crew uh, guys on YouTube. Well, it looks would, so complex. Yeah, like, yeah, it, it's insane. Like the the visual effects we're going into yeah. this is kind of staggering, and it looks seamless. Mm. Like, like just the zoom in, zoom out. Um, those are all different shots that are being like stitched together pretty seamlessly. Um, and and there's no way that's Gerard Butler doing that. No, like, I mean, look no... at that. They're, like, his face is hidden. Like, yeah. That shot is so fucking good. It's so sick. He's like, <laughs> it's like, it's it's really one of the beginnings of like video game movies where you're doing like fucking combo moves and shit, you know? Yeah. Like it's one thing after the other. And it's just like fucking eye candy. Like it, it's, it's, a, it's crazy to me to have that one shot tracking mm-hmm. and have those zoom ins and just... I don't know. It's, 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 it's amazing. It's so cool. It's yeah. a, yeah, this movie has aged really well, mm. I think in terms of like the VFX, the, the fights, um, because it's, it's stylized enough, mm. I think. And <laughs> I did not think, I did not foresee me bringing this movie up, but today mm, I my... saw snake eyes, uh, <laughs> with my stepdad. No, great. I want to hear a about movie that, that yeah. is exceptionally fine and okay. Uh, but I saw it. I I mean, that's not bad at all. It's, it's me. It's maybe more bad than good, but you know, I, I walked out of the movie being like, whelmed, man, you were, I just watched 300 two days ago and man, do I appreciate what Snyder did with that movie. That's so fucking funny. So much more because I, I, I think I just, it's, it's movies like snake eyes that are just so (laughs) down the middle they don't commit to any strong choice. They don't get stunt teams that are like into it enough or that are even given enough, I think, creative control. That's probably what the issue is to like make cool choices like, say, a John Wick movie mm. does um, that has the maybe ruined action movies for the, yeah. for the future. What were you saying? The, the follow through is what. You're, you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I just think that uh, it really made me appreciate 300 even more with just like, yeah, I mean, it's stylized. It's He's doing his slow-mo thing, but you know what's happening. It's all so clear. Well, yeah, that yeah. That, that brings, like I wanted to, to talk about like how, remember I texted you, I was like, Snyder has such a fundamental understanding of cinematic action and it's just like, it's like when Jackie, like Jackie Chan's example of combat, the reason why we all enjoy Jackie Chan stuff is because of the editing. Like, I remember like seeing how, how, what Jackie Chan does is that 
you know, he'll he'll like punch a guy, but you'll see the same punch twice with like a zoom in mm-hmm. to actually understand the impact. And the way that Snyder utilizes slow motion on the key points of the the action sequence makes you understand what's happening and enjoy the the sequence more um more beautiful it's it's like a lot more beautiful and you can comprehend it with your mind as opposed to frenetic crazy action that bay does which is interesting you know yeah this this movie really uh highlighted the difference between the two guys i think and honestly made me kind of appreciate snyder's method a little more i think like bay bay is doing his own thing He's doing Bayhem, yeah. you know. Uh, That's we're the thing. Talk is like, about it, but, that, yeah. see, I think younger me would agree, but like with Bay, it's like it's again. I, I'm going off of this intent thing, this postmodernist yeah. intent of of Bay Bayham, mm-hmm. where he's like, "Yeah, I want to fuck you up because that's the situation that we're in." Yeah. Like being in a space shuttle going. A thousand miles per hour into an asteroid, you're not going to understand what's happening. Yeah, yeah. The viewer should. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just know it's bad. Yeah, you know? I think there are examples of of good that, and it's it's like what we talked about. Yeah, yeah. And like the bad versions, like the, some of the Transformers stuff, and yeah, and his later it, that one's inexcusable at that point. Yeah, yeah I, it's, I, uh, it's not. Yeah. yeah. And it's also kind of getting back to, I'm getting flashes back to our like inception argument that you and I had where we kind of argued about like the clarity of action and like when, mm-hmm. when is it okay to have like unclear action and when is it okay to have unclear action? And I think Bay is not the best at walking that, that line. Yeah. Whereas I, I feel like Snyder at least, and he fails at this sometimes, like we'll, we'll talk about in maybe our Watchmen episode. I think we maybe did, but I, th- I think that he, or not that one. That one's still pretty clear. But um, he can kind of lose his way a little bit. But I, I get the vibe that he's kind of always trying to have very clear mm-hmm. action. Well, I mean, episodes. again, it, it just it always depends on what is the intent of the filmmaker, and it also just it also depends on the reception of the audience. If the audience, like, if you want to please a large audience, then you must have it clear. But if if the director is more on the intent of expressing the situation frenetically and chaotically because that's the situation these characters are in, then I feel like it's justified even if we are uncomfortable with the result and can't understand what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not trying to come up with some bullshit excuse for no, it. No, I just, I just but, today watching you know. fucking Snake Eyes, man. I was just like, this, this is, this <laughs> reminds me of, keeps like, yeah, of, well, of Michael a, Bay sometimes. G- give me where it's just like I don't know what's happening. Give me some some context with Snake Eyes. Just like some one oh, scene, boy. if you can. Oh, jeez, uh, audio. Lee. Okay, I mean, so the the whole movie is is around kind of like. You know, it has a lot of sword fights, right? A lot of sword fighting, um, and they're oh boy, how do you how do you describe like visual action directing? Uh, yeah, uh, on an audio medium. Well, that's what we've been trying to do this entire time. So. That's that's true. Um, <laughs> but uh, 
it's just choppy, man. Like it's like, it's like, think about this movie, for instance, and like any given scene, they're using spears, they're using shields, things like that. It's, not a lot of cuts, right? And not even a lot of like camera. Like, yeah, yeah. Where is the cam- is it fixed? Like in this movie, yeah. Snyder loves to keep it fixed. Like you understand where you are in respect to this, like this sequence, this action sequence happening. Because I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's why the comic book inspiration works. Because you're kind of yeah, like you know where you are in respect to the scene as the viewer. While Michael Bay is like, I don't know where I'm at. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, we're we're supposed to be here in respect to these characters. Yeah, I just think it has a lot to do with your confidence as a director, your confidence in, like, your stunt team. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, and just, like, in, in your confidence in being able to edit a thing together that yeah. makes sense. So, it, it, yeah. I'm, let me try to help Shake, you here. Yeah. yeah. Is it kind of like the director of Snake Eyes just, like, try to say, like, this is kind of cool, but I also want to somehow be logical about it and couldn't, and kind of did a half measure about it? Because, like, Michael Bay is like, I'll commit to the insanity of it because it looks fucking dope, and I don't care how these, these, sequences um run along logically in your brain but each each snippet of film is cool yeah you know that's how bay works that's how his brain works like he's like i don't like sure like this is like the connective tissue between each sequence is only tangentially related because like you could you know you can see like you know person goes here or something but the actual yeah. like visualization of it doesn't make too much sense yeah it's it's the worst of both worlds well so that snake, snake eyes snake yeah. eyes yeah. is the worst of both worlds where it's like you're trying to show cool stunts but also the camera's all over the fucking place this is edited kind of like a nightmare and i don't really get a sense of like uh momentum you're supposed to have this movie has like momentum in its action yeah, where you're like yeah. like there there's a rhythm to it right and i think that's what great directors like the john wick guys mm. uh great action movie directors i think have a sense of rhythm to the like musicality to the action right yeah. and like bad action movies are like none of this i don't feel any of this action at all yeah and so it, it kind of they sometimes has that to me but we'll talk about that mm. maybe more in because I know what you I know what you mean about like the chaos of it yeah and he has that too um, but I guess it's a case by case we can keep yeah it on. yeah I I mean it, it it's like Bay he his focus is on being cool but and the, and the funny thing is is that it, it it sometimes like falls short of of that you know I, I wonder I mean it has to have to do with how much pre-production is put in on, on the stunts. I wonder with Bay mm. if he's just more of like a, let's do something cool, like oh, yeah. fly by the pants kind of guy that's like, we'll do it and it'll look cool because maybe we did that's it because the idea is maybe cool. In, yeah. in, maybe that's why you didn't give a shit about Transformers because probably a lot of previs happened. You know? Oh, and, for sure. And he was yeah. just like, I'm going to go to cool places and like they're going to they're gonna do whatever they want. Right. Yeah. With the previs. You know, 
boy, I, maybe I should save this for Transformers, but I'll, 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 yeah, just give us a little, a little taste. He, I'll get some more info on this, but he literally gets a percentage of all Transformers toy sales because of his deal, like a big. Oh, you percentage. got one of them, George Lucas. Uh, he has kind of the last that will ever exist, like George Lucasy deals mm. of he gets like ten percent or something. Like, think about how much fucking money that that's is. A, that's, that's crazy. A lot of fucking Dang. money. That's why he made like seven of them because they're commercials. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't blame him for doing what he. I mean, I'd do the same. I'm not, you know, some purist. You know, <laughs> I mean, he's a commercial director too. Commercial so, like, director. why the fuck not? I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. You know. And now he's gonna have some fun with the ambulance movie that has one of our favorite actors in it. So, you know. Mr. Gyllenhaal, mm-hmm. and uh, fuck, who's the other guy? There's another, yeah. Is it Yali Abdul Yatim from uh, Watchmen? I think that's uh, what it is. I haven't seen. I haven't heard of this movie yet. Oh, um, really? It's uh, yeah. They it's like a it's a heist movie, and they use an ambulance, right? Something like that. I think it's it's like speed with an ambulance. <laughs> that's like how they're selling it, which is fucking. Butt-wise. I mean, that's not, I want I want another speed. Give me another speed. Where's, where yeah, how have they not rebooted Speed with, like, Gerard Butler? No, they would bring back Keanu Reeves somehow. <laughs> they would, yeah. Why wouldn't they? They'd bring back Sandra, too. Sandra's still fucking... Still what is hitting. she doing? I don't really know, actually. It's just called Ambulance. That's all you... That's all, that's <laughs> that's all you all fucking you need. need. You'd think you'd put, like, an exclamation point at the end or something. That, that sounded more like an anime, if you had to... <laughs> <like it. laughs> <laughs> ambulance and all you have is just sexy like anime girls and they're just like they're saving people saving people in short skirts for some reason that's in that is a show that exists absolutely it probably we does. just we just if not you should make it we <laughs> independently yes. came up with a, a japanese i don't anime. think anybody could hate that <laughs> if you hate it you're not american <laughs> um, oh, oh man yeah okay so we should talk more of the set pieces of the movie. Uh, what are your guys' faves? Like, what are some of your guys' like favorite action set pieces? John? Ooh, y- y'all go first. Well, hard rock music playing is... <laughs> it's so <laughs> sick. <laughs> and they're just marching, and they're not giving a fuck. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Oh, my God. It was so good. I just got, like, chills when I saw it. I was like, this movie... That that was that was the point... That that frame was when I was like, this is, like, one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> like, I'm not even fucking saying that ironically. Like, I I forgot how much I love this movie. And that... That was... That <laughs> just kicked so much ass. It was so cool. It, uh... Yeah, I... I yeah, that scene's fucking great. I I wanted to talk a little bit about this movie's relationship to Lord of the Rings because, like I said, I think it mm. may not mm. exist without it. Yeah. Um, but it just feels like Snyder looked at Lord of the Rings and was like, yeah, 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 there's a lot of good shit here. Uh, what if, like, the action is... So much crazier. Sick, sick as hell. I, yeah, I just feel like he probably... Somebody handed them, like, Frank Miller's graphic novel... And um, a comic book. And uh, he was just like, okay, so yeah, like Lord of the Rings, but like more streamlined, more violent. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And that's like exactly what this Let, movie let's is. Let's like metal up Lord of the Rings. You yeah. Know? Get the shirts off. 
Get the shirts <laughs> More blood, more gore, more uh, weird. We're not dealing with some pussy elf shit here. We're going to get some real real men Spartans uh, up in this bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just, it feels like such a, uh, and there was this era of people, <laughs> uh, did I write down any examples? I thought I did. But um, yeah, like fantasy movies after, Lord of the Rings, they were trying them out and they were like trying to see like if any of them hit. And I feel like I I even saw some uh, when I worked at Palladium. There was one with Carl Urban that was, uh, what's the D&D competitor? Um, Just a D&D competitor? There's a... That goes to show how not good like (laughs) the competitors are. Um, Outlander... The fuck is it called? I can't believe I didn't pull this up beforehand. Um, man, you're really losing status as the pop culture, uh, you know, <laughs> person here. Uh, of course, it's not pulled up on Google, but um, no, it just felt like they were very much trying to be like, okay, yeah, fantasies, let's keep them rolling. Like, mm. Return of the King was a fucking uh, like just a, a, a huge hit, won all the, the Academy Awards, mm. and like nothing really stuck. I guess until Game of Thrones and Game of Thrones was like, yeah, we kind of like these, you know. It was, I mean, Game of Thrones stuck not be, not because of fantasy, but despite it. <laughs> you fair, know what yeah. I mean? Like, no, like if you really think about it, no one really gave a shit about like the dragons. Everyone cared about the spicy like drama and politics that was going on, and the nerds were just like, "This was ours first, and we." we <laughs> We like to, we like boobies. <laughs> like, that was, I yeah. mean, because, like, my mom got into Game of Thrones, you know? Well, yeah. no, she likes fantasy stuff. Never mind. But, I don't know. I got into Game of Thrones. I'm not much of a fantasy guy, but. Yeah, you know. I mean, I, I wasn't either. I, I feel like it just takes. Wait, what? Huh? You weren't into fantasy? I mean, I, I, I guess so. I guess I was. I guess like Lord of the Rings is big for me, and then I kind of didn't care until like D and D. I put Star Wars in the basket of fantasy. Well, I guess yeah. I guess I'm a big mm. fantasy. You don't guy. think so, Chuck? Yeah, but I was I was more thinking that's like space opera in my is head fantasy. about like fantasy novels. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just because I was thinking of George R. R. Martin, like. I was a fantasy guy then. I read some fantasy novels. Yeah, for dude, sure. the fact that you even read one is like enough. To <laughs> <laughs> there was a series about this uh, yeah, did, Felix did, did, and something like an orc and a, a <laughs> gnome. No, no, an orc and a, a dwarf that like traveled together and like fought, and it was, it was fucking great. I just, but really, just reading one fantasy novel already, you know, achieves that status. I played WoW and shit. Yeah, I guess I was. I guess. I guess I'm coming to grips with the fact that I was a like, fantasy This is what guy. you're going to talk to your therapist about. Like, I just found out <laughs> yeah. that I was a I had a breakthrough the other day <laughs> on a podcast I was doing. Uh, let's get into it. Pathfinder was the fucking movie that was based on a D&D competitor, yeah. by the way. I oh, I remember later. the title of that. Um, yeah. yeah, that was one that played at the theater, like, soon after 300, and it very much felt like they were doing... And there was, like, Immortal. There was one that, like, Immortals? Channing Tatum... Was, yeah, there was, like, Channing Tatum. Immortals was one. good. Was it good? Yeah, is okay. from that. It's because I like that director, Tarsem Singh. Yeah, Tarsem Singh. That's the thing I remember. His visuals things. are on par with Snyder. I'd say, like, if yeah, you've seen yeah. um, the see. Fall, the Fall is so good. Cell, the Cell's good. Cell too, is man. a wild fucking movie. 
and that's why I was excited to see Immortals. But his movies don't really um, hit, though. You know, it's it's kind yeah. of funny how no one really tar- talks about Tarsem Singh when he had some really great movies, and he just kind of gets like kind of because he doesn't have that many. He only has The Cell, The Fall, Immortals. Oh, then Mirror Mirror happened. Oh, him trying to like cross over. Uh, I'm putting a note in my phone because I think mm. he'd be a good match with uh, Alex Proyas, a guy that we're definitely oh. going to do. And then he did Selfless. And was, what are you doing, man? That was with, uh, uh, what's his name? Selfless? With Ryan Reynolds where he like switches bodies with some rich guy or some shit. Wow, that's... Do you remember that? Wow. You don't remember that? Sean, do you remember I that? I've never even heard of that. No, it I don't. It sounds funny, though. <laughs> he really went down a... Path, yeah, it was he? like, <laughs> like I remember because I was like, "Oh, it's Tarsem Singh." Yeah, and then I saw the trailer, and it's like, it's one of those movies where it's just like you know that was just fucking a script that was dug up from like the piles of hell of, <laughs> you know, of Hollywood, you know? <laughs> and they're like hell, yeah. Was that his last movie? That's his last fucking oh, in 2015, boy. and I'm oh, and it just seems so guy. off. His like, his brand. It is. It's so strange that he did. That, I mean, yeah, know? we're in a different era now, man. Where mm-hmm. like a guy like him, I don't think can thrive anymore. Well, he's doing commercials. That's why I see a fuck ton of commercials oh, here. Maybe a twenty four would like let him do something. He seems see, like a an a twenty four guy, right? yeah. But he just did a Toyota commercial. Well, and Dove. I bet that was great. And Pepsi and Samsung. I can't believe I've never wow. seen on a Wikipedia commercials listed for a director, but here we are. Hey, man, 2021. That's pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I When I think of my the sequences I love about this movie, the uh, the giant man, oh, I yeah. love that whole segment. Mm. That's, uh, I think it With, just happened. Against the, the immortals, right? That's why. Yeah, I, that's, yeah. yeah, he's, he's, uh, yeah, the immortals, and he's like a, a weird kind of uh, what is he? I don't, like a golem? Like he's like a he's a I don't know giant, like a giant man. I guess right. He's got he's got those jaws teeth, you know. Yeah, a lot of very uh, frightening looking people in this movie, by the way. And rhinos and elephants. Oh boy, this yep. I mean, scene? it's pretty key. Yeah. Guess he fucking does an Olympic throw, a javelin throw, right <laughs> in the eye of a charging <laughs> rhino. Yeah. You know, was anyone riding that rhino? A guy, a guy was, I think. And oh. this doesn't. Well, this doesn't go great for him, I think. As it, uh... no. Oh, I <laughs> thought that's when he got his. Head. Well, I thought the rhino was just like charging, and there was no guy on top. Does, do do people ride rhinos? I mean, in in Snyder's world. Oh they do. wait, sorry. This is the se- This sequence is fucking beautiful with yeah. the bombs going off. Yeah. And just how they go, anything with them holding the shield and things are flying past the shield is a great shot. Yeah, they're they're like one size fits all. This thing can be used for fucking anything. It's fucking sick. Shield usage is the best. Yeah, that... <laughs> Uh, yeah, when they use it for the obviously the arrows that that black out the sun, all that mm. shit's great. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the bombs. Um, no, but the yeah, I love the scene with the the giant, and uh, I think the Snyder's is really good at the 
like mini stories told within an action scene, mm. which is like, see that getting beyond the aesthetics of an action scene, the kind of chaos of, do I know what's going on? Uh, is this told in a, in a way visually that I, I can track it? I think the most important thing that defines a good, <laughs> is oh he a boy. spawn character? Like yeah, this guy's straight, straight out of a spawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Action yeah. figure pack. Uh, <laughs> I think the most important thing for uh, a great action movie is that the individual action scenes need to have a story being told, right? Mm. Um, and I think that that's something that Snyder does in his best movies. Uh, bad action directors don't do in uh, in their movies where you're just kind of like, I, why do I care about what's happening right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's It's like not being, there's no rhythm to it. There's no kind of like, this happens, so that happens, and then this happens to like end it. Um, you also just like at. yeah, you feel invested in the three hundred because of how cool they are, <laughs> and also because of like the overwhelming force that's coming. And you're like, what are they gonna do now? Like, how are they gonna deal with this? So there's an investment there. Yeah, you know, and that's why that why that's why it works when you're like seeing them kick so much ass because of how overwhelming the Xerxes forces are. Cause you're like, shit, they're still beating them and it's cool as hell, you know? <laughs> Cause you have, you have to have that great enemy to give that sort of uh dichotomy there. Yeah. Yeah. Of like, fuck, are they going to make it? Yeah. Maybe I'm only comparing these two because I saw that yeah. so recently. Snake Eyes again? No, no. <laughs> the other movie that we we all saw last night, uh, The Green, Green Knight, Knight yeah. uh, similarly a movie kind of all about dealing with death and, and dealing yeah. about facing the end of your life and facing, you know, yeah, essentially a, a, an imminent death. Uh, this movie is a very interesting comparison to that where it's like the Persians in this movie represent death. Death, Like they represent like we're literally staring into the eye of God and saying like, fuck "Fuck you. you. We're going to fight until our last. That's what's fucking sick about it. (laughs) That's what's fucking (laughs) sick as hell about it. Cause it's like, they know they're going to die. Yeah. And they're saying, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they deny God multiple times, whether it be like the God Kings or Hell yeah, or dude. the, yes, the yeah. Oracle telling them not to do it during mm-hmm. their religious um, the festival rich, or yeah. whatever that's going on. And he's mm-hmm. like, "All right, I'll take three hundred instead of my whole army." <laughs> he's yeah. like, "I'm still gonna do it. I'm just gonna." That's what's so fucking sick about yeah. Leonidas and the three hundred. It's so cool. <laughs> and I thought that was a good uh, dichotomy between like the Green Knight and the characters in the three hundred. Yeah. How they're so sure in in their like code and their morals, whereas he was so unsure about everything very that he did. Fl- yeah, flawed kind of. And uh, in, in this movie, yeah, by comparison, is more kind of black and white and straightforward. Yeah. Mm. And there's not there's not much plot really at all. It's like they have a simple setup of like Persians are coming, bow, give over your lands, and you'll be fine. But obviously, there's a threat of like it won't be fine. Probably, you know, this is Sparta. <laughs> What are you it, doing? It is Sparta. This is Sparta. <laughs> Come in here with your nose rings. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> it, it's historically yeah. accurate that they kicked the dude down a well. Oh, really? Yeah. No that's shit. so fucking Apparently, that's apparently the fucking Athenians awesome. also threw their messenger in a pit. <laughs> 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 but the Spartans were like, yeah, y'all can go in the well. 
Damn. Wow. That's fucking God. That's king shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> so that's so badass. Um, yeah, I I just thought that was an interesting comparison. That, uh, yeah, seeing the Green Knight was very much like yeah, this is like a more kind of modern take on the and obviously it's a classic kind of poem classic story uh oh this goat <laughs> what is this the go- we gotta talk about the goat yeah what's up with the goat what's what's this whole like weird uh i don't like gypsy is not like a great term to use anymore yeah. but like this like weird tent of just like all of the <laughs> i don't even know what's going on i think it's just a tent of vice yeah it's a yeah. vice tent yeah yeah Vice tent. That sounds like a cool, <laughs> cool something like a band. Where are we maybe? at? Coachella. Yeah, uh, got the vice tent. <laughs> vice tent. <laughs> like vice news. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that sounds great. Mm. Um, what? Yeah, what is the guy's name? The weird uh, hunchback. He's hunchback like man. E. It starts with an E. Um, who's a real person? Uh, uh, you had a you had quite the funny uh comparison that he looked like oh, Nicholas Holt. Yeah. If uh, Sean does he look like Nicholas Holt if he was. Terribly ugly. Oh man, maybe because he's got he's real British looking. Yeah, really ugly British yeah. looking. You're, t- <laughs> you're telling me that that's not just what people look like, and like on some '90s comic. Uh, <laughs> look, he yeah. looks like Nicholas Holt. He does that? a little bit. Nicholas Holt's like one of the most handsome actors working, but I could see him play. I mean, yeah. In, uh, I mean, Nicholas there's a real Holt. person in the under there. That's true. <laughs> Look it up, Adam. Was it Nicholas Holt? Like a, like a 16-year-old fresh off skins. Uh, uh, can you believe that that's Paolo, Sean? Dude, that's blowing my mind. Isn't that absolutely insane? Yeah. The actor's name is Andrew Tehran. I don't know. He's a British actor and director. Oh. But he's... Oh, he directed, huh? Uh, let's see. There's anything. He directed Hunter Killer, didn't he? I wish. Hold on. <laughs> If he did, we're covering it next week. Right. He looks so fucking wild. Xerxes has, I mean, just the costuming in general in this movie is is kind of off the charts. Like, it's pretty incredible. Xerxes has some incredible looking. uh... I like how it doesn't break down which, okay, I'm trying to find out which one he's directed. He hasn't really directed that much. He's mainly an actor, but he's in The Pianist. Hmm. Uh, I've never seen that movie. Canceled. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, itself. yeah. There's not really much of a, you know, good, reason. Good movie though. Tough, tough watch. Yeah, I mean, tough director, right? I mean, tough director. I uh, mean, he, yeah. he was in Dark Souls too as a voice. That's funny. I can see. Yeah, I can see that guy getting some like voice roles. We should. Okay, let's talk about uh, Lena Lena Hetty. I can't pronounce Hedley. Hetty. Yeah. There's no L, right? There's no L. Yeah. Yeah, I I had just totally forgotten about her plot in this movie. Mm. Um, But it's uh, and you kind of would think, and I've kind of like going back and watching this. I was like, I wonder how that kind of plot holds up because it is jumping back from like the most intense visual action and stuff. Um, but it's kind of a cool, like, uh, palace intrigue kind of uh, story. It, it, it's here. like when you, when you reference your the musicality, it's kind of like you have kind of a breakdown. Let's like, yeah, let's let's take a break to let everyone breathe in and remember mm-hmm. what we're fighting for here. Yeah, 
That's why we got we got the context of Sparta in mind. Here. Yeah, and you you have those early scenes of of uh, Butler visiting the early Anitis visiting the uh, scary looking nasty uh, old whoever that they're not the oracles. Yeah, I don't know why I forgot their names, like what they're called. They're they're the committee yeah. or something. Um, but uh, inbred. The inbred, yeah, the inbred, like, priests or whatever. Uh, and, yeah, and from there you kind of find out that, like, oh, they're trying to, like, undermine everything and basically, like, let these guys die so that they can give over Greece to, to Xerxes, basically. And that's, like, what the whole Le- Lena Hetty kind of plot is is all about. But, yeah, it has a really good payoff. And I that, like, that uh, guy, the, the political... Paul, political villain guy is so just hateable. It's crazy how much yeah. like he, he fucking. I mean, credit to that actor for making he's me from hate the him. Wire, so. and oh, he's pretty he? hateable on that show too. He's like what? the lead of the Wire. I mean, he's kind of hateable in the Wire, but he's also like likable. That's true. Jimmy McNulty. Fucking, what's his name? McNulty. Yeah, that's right. She. <laughs> she. Uh, <laughs> his name is uh, Dominic his West. Is the actor. Dominic yeah. West? He was also the the villain in the second Punisher movie. He plays Jigsaw. Oh no! How Man, did I, I, I need to see that second. That. I haven't seen that one. It's it's gory as hell. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That Sign movie. me up. Uh, yeah, dude. He he's a god, dude. He's a scummy piece of dude, shit. Dude, he was movie. Arthur Chris. He was lead elf in Arthur Christmas as a voice. Oh, Arthur Christmas. He was also in John <laughs> Carter. Remember that movie from Mars? Oh my, that god. was actually pretty good. You saw? I, it? I liked that movie. You liked yeah, that? I remember yeah. I heard that movie. It was, Oh, he's in the square. Have you guys seen? I, I I keep telling you, Brent, to see the square. It's a really good movie. Oh. You should see it, Sean. I think you'd like it as well. Is it? Isn't it a foreign film? Yeah, it's um, I think Swedish or. I thought uh, he's. I think he's English, isn't he? Or I believe so. But the film is um, I think it's Dutch. Maybe I don't know. It's good though. It's like a great movie about art. And how it just makes fun of like modern art. It's great. Yeah, I gotta check that. Yeah, out. Um, I think it's important if if you love art, you know. <laughs> uh, he was in that new Tomb Raider movie as Lord Richard Croft. I don't know who that is. That's but. a he. That's uh, Laura Croft's dad. Oh, who would have who would have guessed? Mean, Alicia Vikander. Take it back to to Green Knight. Great in that in two roles. Uh, See, yeah, yeah, I was wondering. I was like, is that Alicia Vikander? I, it, I did not realize that she Dude, was both of them. Like, yeah, Amy didn't either, and I was like, that's that is like my biggest confusion wait, she, point wait, of that movie. Hold on. Like, why is she both? She was. Someone was saying, "Were you saying that?" Or uh, Bri- well, Brian I talked to Brian about that? it. Brian said he talked to you about it. Yeah, and I was like, I don't think so. No, that was her. She's definitely she, both of those chicks. Well, who was the other chick? His. Uh, girlfriend, the his what? girlfriend is yeah. Alicia Vikander, and the girl at the house is Alicia Vikander. That's why I was like, okay, who? Okay, Ridiculous. So she's not real. Ridiculous. She's like a manifestation that I think the Amy and I got into this. This is maybe for another off mic thing, but <laughs> the witch who's the lady with the eye, kind of uh, you know, yeah, blindfold, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she manifested his girlfriend to all all his little voices. Well, yeah, isn't that lady? Also, his mom. His mom. Yeah, and then there's also like Joel fucking Edgerton, uh, yeah. Edgerton's there, and he he wants to give Deb Patel a little kiss too. Who doesn't I don't know, man. A, that, the house shit is. There's a lot going on. There's there a lot going on. I gotta, on I gotta read house. some fucking articles. I think. 
Um, we'll talk about it after uh, off cast. Yeah, true. I mean, three hundred. Three hundred. There's there's a lot going on here too, and three hundred. Yeah, there's a lot of nuance. Is there a lot of nuance? Yeah, in the action, baby. <laughs> we did, we kind of didn't wrap up uh, Lana Hetty's okay, arc, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I love how it ends. Where like you're kind of like, oh wow, this guy really fucked her. They're not going to send back up. <laughs> And they're then it's like very, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, basically. Yeah, it, um, they're not going to send me. <laughs> oh my she God. needs her fucking backup. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, just the way that ends where she fucking stabs him, it's surprising. And then his like I was surprised Persian she did that, coins. but that was great. Yeah. yeah, it's a little too perfect, but in a way that's it's like, It's so yeah. cheesy, well, but it yeah. feels good. <laughs> because she says yeah. the same words that he yeah. says when he, yeah. he manipulates her, yeah. her. Well, it is rape, but... It's rape. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, By uh, means of coercion. Yes. Yeah. She sure. had no choice in the matter except to, yeah. ex- to be penetrated by him, so... She re- I mean, she really... She, yeah. Well, she penetrated him. Yep. Yep. Returned the favor. Zagged on him. Like, is you that, will not enjoy this. It will it was, last longer than you yeah, desire. Whatever that's the fuck great. she, when she said. Coins, that huh? was fucking sick as hell. It was worth it. That's. Yeah. I was gonna say that's how she got the Cersei role for sure, right? Like, because I can't think of. Well, she was in Dread, and she was great. That in was, Dread. she was. Um, she got in Dread because of. Cersei. She was in the Terminator TV show. Oh, oh yeah. That's right. I always heard that was really good. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Yeah, and she plays like a badass in that too. So I guess that's how like she kind of got the. Maybe that's how she she got Terminator because you know they were like, oh man, she fucking killed it in Three Hundred. Right now, she's um, in Brothers Grimm, huh? I don't remember her there. God, yeah, that was a series, also, huh? Or, or was that a movie? It was a movie with oh, okay. uh, Matt, Matt Damon, Damon and yeah. Heath Ledger. I saw that in theaters. When I was yeah, like a same. Kid. I liked it because I liked the actors in it. Terry Gilliam did it. Yeah, it was it was. We it, should do yeah. Terry Gilliam. Maybe we should do him and Alex Proyas. That'd be a weird... I don't know. Probably someone else other than Alex Proyas, but... Yeah. (laughs) Do you guys see the cave? She was in the cave? You guys were in that movie? Uh Uh-uh. The cave... That's the the worst descent, right? Because the descent's Uh, the really good one. I think I always get those two confused. I think if you're thinking of a good movie, I think you're thinking of descent. I think the cave is kind of like a ripoff that's not Isn't one of those twin movies and... Yeah, know. probably it's kind was of a shittier twin. I, th- I think Cole Hauser's in it. Yeah, you got it. Cole <laughs> Hauser was a yeah. Wow, man, you saw the you saw the cave. It wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was great. But um, the descent is good. Man. Yeah, descent slaps. Uh, descent yeah. two, I think, is even really good. Also, um, yeah, good movies. Uh, Three hundred, it's a very good movie. Mm. I don't know if we should. Yeah, what else? Uh, wrapped up. Lena Hetty, Gerard Butler's great. We didn't talk Fastbender. Or his contributions to the film. Which were many. He was the funniest guy in this whole movie. He was great, yeah. Um, didn't a, even know who he was when I saw the movie. I didn't know that he coined mm-hmm. uh, iconic lines such as, we will fight in the shade. The mm-hmm. fact that that was Michael Fassbender is kind of wild to me. It is kind of wild, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Uh, it's funny, like, like in high school, yeah, because I, uh, I had... Colonel Johnston. You guys remember that guy? Yeah. You, know, yeah. you guys had him? I didn't have him, but I yeah, I remember him. Yeah. I, I didn't have him, but I remember. Yeah, I, I had him for world history and we we're when we went through the Greek history one, he quoted like those lines. 
not from this movie. They apparently, I don't know where they're from, but I guess they're actually from people saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> wild. Yeah. Like, yeah. they were really that badass, huh? Yeah, pretty, pretty <laughs> I, yeah, iconic quote to just say yeah. when your life is on the line uh, in uh, real life. Apparently, uh, Lena Headey's line of yeah. uh, why Spartan women are allowed to speak among men because they're the ones that give birth to real men is, mm. was a real quote from a, a different historical figure. Yeah. Same with um, when she says, uh, you know... Re- Return on yeah. your shield or whatever. Yeah, like, don't or don't... Yeah, like come back with your shield or... On it or something, your head on Damn. it. Yeah, those are all real lines from. Yeah. Whoa! Oh, oh, Brett, what's what going on? What you, you got a bug? What are you doing? <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> are you okay? Yeah, Are you clear? I think I got Is it inside your shirt? Is there anything on my back? Take off his shirt. I don't see anything on that. Are you recording still? Yeah, because it's fucking hilarious. I don't know, like, where... Oh, my God. What is it? There was totally something... Is it a... <laughs> I saw it. No, I saw it. It was a Did black... thing. Yeah, it was... It was, like, a, it was like a black... Big, oh, my God. <laughs> well, this just became... Special. Where'd they go? Yeah, it was... It was... Uh, it, it literally, like... I saw it, like, go onto your back and was, like... <laughs> All right, so where were we? Uh, oh, my where God. Were we? Um, we were, we're, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a line that could be suitable suitable for the situation, but I'm not that clever enough to to think of a quip. Um, a lot of good quotes in this movie. <laughs> I will say no. <laughs> Wait, hold uh, on. What, do you yeah. think it was like... What did you think it was? Like a bee or like a no? Roach? It was. I think it it had it was thick, kind of. Th- I don't think like a roach, but maybe like a um, a moth. Those little round, not uh, what are those called? <laughs> oh, maybe it was a moth actually. Sean, I just think it, it's kicking in now. Whatever we just took, maybe it's kicking <laughs> in. Oh boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Something's <laughs> happening. <guys. laughs> We're all going to sound like fucking uh, Xerxes voice actor. Right? God. It was probably... I mean, it was probably a roach. I mean, don't say that. I'm going to, like, cut that bit of flesh off my neck now. (laughs) It looked... I I remember just seeing, like, this black dot, like, that was chunky, like, going around you and your back. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. No, sir. Absolutely not. (laughs) I can't believe it attacked you. So I was thinking that... I mean, like... I th- my first thought was that it was like a wasp or something, you know. Oh uh, well, that'd be. I mean, well, because if it was so, so aggressive, that's. Uh, I mean, it didn't like bite me. It was just it, I felt something crawling on my neck, and I like had to get it. Off. <laughs> it, it was pro- yeah. Listen, we're talking three hundred. <laughs> we're talking an era would, of real masculine men. Yeah, what they would still exist? King Leonidas do if he was if he had a little black bug by crawling bu- on his yeah. neck. The same thing. <laughs> yeah, you know there's no bugs in this movie. <laughs> he also would have freaked out. Uh, he also would have. Real strong bad boy men uh, do what I did, and you all heard it. And uh, now there's evidence on a podcast. I mean, you're alive. 
King Leonidas is dead. That's true. That's true. You, you're already beating him. <laughs> We're all Spartans in our own way. Yeah. You know the you know the the dictionary term for Spartan guys? I remember having to know this for the GRE. No, what's that? When you say something is Spartan, you say you're saying that's like not comfortable. Hmm. So that's a new a new adjective for you. Spartan. Damn. Yeah. Wow. You can say like that is Spartan, or I think I think it's an adjective. So there's a, sp- a Spartan bed, so an uncomfortable bed, mm. or like the circumstance was Spartan. I don't Interesting. know. I don't. I don't. I don't see it used much, but it is an adjective. It's it is a word that you use. Let me see. Definition. Welcome to Adam's Dictionary Quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I always just see it used in like. The most difficult physical kind of challenges okay. or scenarios. You so can the official at. dictionary is showing the indifference to comfort or luxury traditionally associated with ancient Sparta. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I mean, they're they're not luxurious people. Uh, that I we didn't really talk about the whole kind of prologue of how goddamn brutal their there's also sorry upbringings are. There is a. Spartan, a Canadian dessert apple variety with crisp white flesh and maroon yellowed skin. That sounds good. That sounds good. Let me see. Let me see. Spartans. Hey, Zack Snyder, make a movie about that. Huh? <laughs> Spartans Canada. There, there was a, a scene that stood out to me where Leonidas is munching on an apple. I wonder. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, that, that scene's great. Yeah. Yeah, just like the crunch of like the <laughs> yeah, because that's like right that, after their yeah. their big battle, one of their big battles, right? And it's just like the satisfaction of just like crunching into like a nice tasty apple. But right. he was also like saying some really funny, like it was a fucking comedic scene because yeah. he was saying some funny shit about how like no reason we can't be civil as they're like fucking like killing. Yeah, like, as they're like killing <laughs> the last of the. <laughs> Just piling up all the dead bodies into that yeah. wall. Yeah, it's they're like so dead good. body fucking sea wall was really great too. <laughs> where like I don't totally buy that as they're like, and then here here's the here's how we're gonna get how we're gonna we're gonna spring them. Uh, we're gonna shove all the bodies over, and it's gonna be like a big big thing, and then we're gonna get a big wave of them. bodies. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a tsunami of. Of dead Persian, a Persian tsunami. But it does kill some of them. Some of them get you swallowed gets up. One in of them, them, yeah, I think. Yeah. Which is, funny. yeah, I think it was just merely to be a surprise attack. I think, yeah, it's Touch like them off guard or something. I thought they already knew they were hiding behind there, but maybe mm-hmm. not. Um, but yeah, yeah, the 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 last scene, you know, after Solid Snake leaves and uh, you know tells the story, mm-hmm. is really. I mean, like, honestly, I had some tear. There's some teared up, like, dialogue. I don't remember them exactly, which is not a good sign. But I did have, like, some, like, hell yeah, Leonidas. You mm. lead those people, and I am with you right now, bro. That's yeah. what I was thinking during those scenes. when he did- Oh, the heartbreak scene where he's like, my heart breaks for you. And the captain's like, my heart is uh, filled with hate. And I, he's like, good. Yeah. I was like, yeah, dude, that that's cool. That's cool. 
<laughs> Dude, it it really is like their final stand is yeah. fucking great. Yeah. Where yeah, like he takes the knee mm. and it's kind of a diversionary kind of tactic. The guy yeah. jumps on his back, gets a sniper shot off on Xerxes and like Yeah. I, I love I love that great. Xerxes doesn't die. Yeah. And I'm sure that that's he didn't die. Did no, he? he like no, he, he didn't, didn't die, right? In, in the actual thing. But I love that it, it does what it needs to, where it's mm. like he's sitting up here saying that he's a god. Uh, that people have to worship him. It's like all you have to do to a god is show that he can bleed, and then he's immediately going to start losing kind of followers because of that. Well, you know, just I'm reading a book about death. Mm-hmm. Of course, I am. What? <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> you, Adam, are reading a book about death? Yeah, it's really good, actually. It's called <laughs> "The Worm at the Core," and it's how like death is a big motivator for. Well, I think is the motivator for everyone in the world, every human. And um, it's funny to be reading that book and seeing this movie because you see like the kind of the the two sort of um, different philosophies on immortality with represented by King Leonidas and Xerxes because Xerxes wants to be a literal immortal by conquest. While um, uh, King Leonidas, his his path to immortality is via his uh, his his convictions, not even not his legacy. He just wanted to show that we stood here with honor and fought and not and did not back down. Mm -hmm. You know that that was his path to immortality, and that's why when he says to uh, the hunchback of Notre Dame, you know, I hope you live forever. It was kind of like that slight to him. Yeah. It's like you, you won't, you won't have this because, of, well, he does live forever technically as a person who is a traitor. Yeah, betrayed. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's uh, it's interesting to see how it's all about that that they just want to be immortal in some way because our lives are just you know, finite and limited. Yeah. And we still talk about 300 today. So, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, it's still working. We still yeah. talk. I mean, Spartans are very relevant to today. Yeah. You know, just yeah. In a, as a purely symbolic thing. Yeah. as like a symbol as a concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe King Leonidas himself won't be remembered specifically, but, the the memes that he created are Boy. passed on. Um, yeah, continue. You know, all sorts of memes. Yeah, like all the all the <laughs> simply all of the memes of of this movie and how they took the goddamn internet by storm. The aughts memes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Influenced. If you could go back in a time machine mm. and explain to King Leonidas what m- internet memes were and like how his legacy is carrying on via. Those internet memes? He would say memes? This is Sparta. This is Sparta. And people would be like, dude, that's fucking tight. That's cool. That's sick, bro. bro. That's really sick, honestly. Uh, <laughs> he'd probably be like... He did it. He did the meme. He did the meme. <laughs> he doesn't even know what we're talking that's about. That's so sick. <laughs> he did the meme. Uh, he kicked me in the chest. It was so great. <laughs> <laughs> Just a wild thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like this this movie is very very uh much executing like visual like myth making and like it's doing it in a very 
badass way that's like very straightforward mm-hmm. and and uh, um, kind of you know simple, but is is a lot of fun to watch and brutal and uh, like I told Adam, it has the it has the wheat fields that we all know from every every uh, kind of medieval gladiator uh, you know era thing. Um, hey, those wheat fields be looking good though. That's how you know you're dead. Mm-hmm. That is true. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Because I remember in um, the house. I can't believe I'm bringing out this movie. The house that built that Jack built, mm-hmm. the, the Lars Van Trier film. Mm-hmm. He's looking at heaven from hell, and there's like it's like wheat fields and shit. <laughs> <laughs> is wheat fields like some sort of like classical metaphor for heaven or something? Yeah, I think so. It's got to be just like mm. an abundance of grain means yeah. like you have food and. <laughs> It's like, also like a flat plane. It looks nice. Mm-hmm. It's golden. It could, yeah. It couldn't have been um, gold gladiator. is uh, immortality for sure. Yeah, yeah it it couldn't have been gladiator that fucking started that, right? It's probably like Terrence Malick or something in some old movie, or even way yeah like, beyond it's ancient. Probably back. like from yeah, like the Grecian Elysian fields or whatever. Mm-hmm. They probably yeah. are yeah. described looking similar sure. to wheat or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. That's, that's why he wears gold because you know. Symbol of immortality. Uh, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't rust or anything. It's weird that he never bled with all of his piercings. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That's why they thought he was a god. He's like, this guy don't bleed. Ooh, shit, <laughs> this guy keeps hitting Claire's, and he's he's fucking nothing's coming out. He's dry as hell. <laughs> <laughs> keeps putting ropes in. Nothing. He's like, let me try one in the middle of my cheek. Nope, no blood. God still. damn, what's good? <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah. I mean, three hundred, great movie. Adam, Sean, Sean. Final thoughts on uh, three hundred. Final thoughts. It's a it's a damn slapper. Slapping it honks. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, it does hold up really well, like visually, especially. Well, and everything about it. It's just like simple storytelling is good. Iconic. Yeah. Simple storytelling is good. Like if you're execute, it's all an execution. All man. execution. Like you John can do Wick. the simplest shit yeah. on the fucking planet. That's what I kept being to bring it up again. This is officially our Snake up. Eyes episode. The most we're ever going to talk about Snake. The last time I'm ever going to speak about this movie in my entire fucking life. Nah, dude. I kept being like, this movie sucks because if you just fucking executed all this shit well, it would be sick and it'd be great. Yeah, he's a didn't. fucking GI Joe with a samurai it's sword. Just, yeah, it's just it a bunch of be samurai cool shit. It's like a fa- like a, a revenge for my father movie. Mm. Just execute the shit well, but they didn't, and that's the that's the failing of it, and that's the the success of a movie like Three Hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Adam? Um, we go down. Uh, we go down to Snyder's Steakhouse again. Oh, here we are. And this this is like he he's like he he's like I'm I'm I, I brought these steaks from fucking from fucking Greek Greece and these are these cows were fucking massaged to hell <laughs> and we're only gonna put those fucking steaks on the grill for a second because they're gonna be bloody as fuck. And you're gonna love them, and that's three hundred for me. Is just yeah. a one of the best steaks I've ever had, and it's like it's definitely right up my alley since I love action films. Um, it holds up incredibly well, like Sean said. 
That was the one thing I was afraid of, but no, all the visuals are just striking and honestly, like very innovative for its time and really influenced a lot of the media afterward. Um, you you just can't deny the 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 impact it's had on cinema, whether or not you like like three hundred. Um, but it, it it's just it's so well executed and I, I I really don't think that um that Snyder has come close again to 300 even though I like oh, shit I mean it's so hard because I think 300 is so good I think it's like his masterwork honestly um I mean when I think of his other films like nothing really really comes close it's, it's so well executed you know it's like a it's it, this movie is just like King Leonidas going through all a bunch of the Persians like perfectly, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it, it, I mean, I can't I, I can't see him doing anything more because it's just it's just so iconic this movie, and it's not a dig at his other movies. It's just it's just that good. So yeah. I mean, we still gotta see Sucker Punch. Who knows? Maybe, what if What if you and I become like huge Sucker Punch fans, and we're like, guys, listen, you gotta revisit Sucker. Punch. I mean, it looks like I an hope. American anime, really. It looks fucking yeah. crazy. Have you seen that movie, Sean? I, I saw it once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Y'all, neither of y'all haven't seen it. No, I've, we I've wanted to see it yeah. when I was younger, but I never got the chance to. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to revisit it because I can't say that I remember it, but yeah, yeah, it looks more about me than the movie, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, well, a lot I mean, of people yeah. said they were kind of lukewarm on it, but you know, I, I think we'll it leaves see. a lot to be desired from the writing standpoint. Maybe I don't know. I yeah, I'm not sure. We'll see. But because uh, he like fully wrote that one himself, mm. so it's mm. like his own original thing. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, 300 was a movie that I was pretty. Not pretty, but I was I was a little skeptical on the on the you know before I revisited. I was like, how is this going to hold up? Because it's it's very modern in the era of like the the early the mid aughts of like two thousand six. I remember these visuals just walking into a theater for like a two minute stretch and walking right back out. Uh, <laughs> it's a weird way to see it, uh, but uh, no, it's like it's very of a piece of like exactly what it's trying to do. I think it's probably one of the best adaptations of like a graphic right. novel, yeah. right? Because it's like, uh, I mean, we will talk about this next week, but it's like when he tries to take on more complicated works like Watchmen, he's less successful because I think inherently he's a guy who has a lot of fun with with visuals and... Um, and he's pretty good with characters, but it, when it comes to themes and stuff like that and kind of the, the bigger, headier things, he he kind of loses his way a little bit. Uh, but 300, he doesn't even have to fucking worry about that because it's such a streamlined, simple thing. And his execution of it is is great. And uh, I think it's a, it's a really great movie. I'm really curious to see where it falls kind of in the end. It sounds like it's going to be your top, Adam, which is... T- it's. I mean, what else would, I what mean, else would be my top? Uh, I mean, shit. I don't know, I guess. I mean, uh, we'll find out, I guess. But mm. yeah, but three, 300 revisited. This is one of my top movies of like, like in like just my 
what I love about film, like in general. If like we, not even like shit, just, man. If you know. we did a like we did a top ten for the twenty tens, right? If we did one for the two thousands, for the aughts, it'd probably be my top ten in the aughts. Wow, yeah, wow. probably. I would have to review what. Granted, I'd have to see what was in yeah. the aughts, but maybe we should just like do that. That might be fun yeah. to like do that sometime. Um, I mean, I might be yeah. you know talking on my ass here, but. I don't know. I think I think it'll I think it'll it'll be in the ten, probably. Yeah, top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but yeah, definitely worth a revisit if you haven't uh, seen it in a while or, or ever seen it. Um, it would even I, I mean I think it would just work really well having on in like the background of a party. This movie, like the visuals are so strong. Like you put like a uh, I don't know like a would be a good album to put over fucking uh 300 like i mean between the buried me like a, a metal album would be good yeah but um or we're, or we're like having a soccer match with our rivals and we put this on the background oh yeah like a oh. kanye west black skinhead where he makes a reference to 300 but he calls them romans oh yeah <laughs> 300 like the romans <laughs> that's great uh but i feel like th- that would sound good over this too because it, it does mm. have that soccer like anthem mm. quality to it yeah hell yeah um yeah sean thanks for coming back dude thanks, yeah thanks for having me man fucking uh, anything you want to want to pitch any plugs any oh uh, pitches i don't know why Shit. not pitch <laughs> lay, lay a pitch on it sean <laughs> Shit, best pitch <laughs> all right i think i think i already brian and zach made me tell y'all about no nah, never mind i'm good maybe do it um, off mic no no more off. bugs attacking brent's head during yeah. podcast maybe the the brent's bug about. corner where we get him to, brent's bugs. to confront his fears yeah that's a good pitch actually it's gonna be a new fresh bug attacking my head no we're, we're just it's gonna a, put you in a, a cage video content for the podcast <laughs> yeah that has nothing oh, to do shit. with movies Fuck. like if you if you pay us money We'll put Brent in a cage with bugs. Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> I will be surrounded by bugs for cold hard cash. I'm. <laughs> not, I will whore myself shame. out for 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 bug money. <laughs> 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 Absolutely, any Man, day. We got to get somebody to organize this. I know. Brent's Maybe like, that's damn it. I should have said that. <laughs> Don't d- some like angel investor is going to be like, yeah. uh, listen, I got a thousand dollars a week on uh, pouring bugs all over this fucking guy, and I'm going to like have to do it. Like, yeah, I mean, I got a kid. I got to like, <laughs> provide. I was hoping this would be a one-time thing, but I guess it's weekly. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fucking subscription service to Brent's Bug Corner. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you become a whole channel. You know, like everyone's oh, like boy. watching you with your bugs. Are there? There's got to be not that not to make this a new tangent at the very end, but like <laughs> Fear Factor, right? Fear Factor was like the hottest shit for a. For it was a minute. very hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is there like anything like that now? There has to be on YouTube, right? Is kind of what I'm getting something at. on TikTok, some bullshit. Maybe yeah. TikTok. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously people like don't want to harm bugs and kind of don't want to harm animals or anything, but it's like putting spiders on somebody's head. I don't know. Yeah. Like that. I think there was actually. A Fear Factor reboot with Ludacris hosting that was on like VH1 or MTV. Oh shit! In the Wasn't past, Joe few Rogan years. a host on Fear Factor? The original, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ro- Joe Rogan when he was like half the size. Yeah, his head was uh, three times smaller than it is now. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't know. If you want to invest in porn bugs all over me... Uh, I always I keep thinking it. you're going to say porn. Every time I say porn. Yeah. <laughs> I love, Por- if you want to invest in porn... Por- pouring, okay? I, I, you know, If you want to uh, invest in bug porn, yeah, we can also porn, talk about that. Or pouring bugs... Uh, on me to uh, fund my child's education and fucking let's I, go. I love. I want to say that I love these these last minute tangents we always do. They're always the most like racy, weird stuff <laughs> at the end, and it's always for always for the the true fans out there who yeah. stick around. It's a little treat to the end. Yeah, yeah just a little, just a little the, snack. The connoisseurs know where the good stuff is. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> It's like I'm gonna jump 150 minutes in and uh, just, just eat this up first, and then I'm gonna get the the, <laughs> yeah, the course. Yeah. That's why we put all the ads right right in the last <laughs> yeah right before the last minute and a half. Stuff them all right at the end. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, uh, so just go listen to all the other Delphin Pod shows. Uh, subscribe to uh, the Delphin Pod Patreon for a lot of cool extra stuff. I think the newest thing is uh, Emmanuel and I talked our favorite religious movies which was a very interesting Weird. back and forth of uh interesting that, viewpoints and our religious uh, upbringing interesting <laughs> yeah it was uh it was fun um did veggie tales show up yes uh and so did the master so you have a kind of fun concept of you know who chose what and how different it is uh but that was a lot of fun uh, a lot of fun patreon Delphin stuff. chose the master right no he, cho- he chose veggie tales he chose jonah the VeggieTales movie. Some interesting stuff. Listen, I'm telling you, it's good, guys. It's good. No, go, I was go check it out. Like, I knew, of course, you chose the master. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course you did. Why would um, you choose VeggieTales? That would be insane. I also liked VeggieTales. I pegged Brent for both of them, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, VeggieTales was some, some good stuff. Uh, but, uh, yeah, go listen to that. Go listen to cover stories. Um, what else we got, Adam? We got anything else? No, I think uh, if you haven't gone vaccinated, go get vaccinated. All right. It's yes. Just, just, yeah. Just, just, just go. Just you know. go do it. It's quick, easy, safe. You know, yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. No biggie. Uh, and tune in next week for Pearl Harbor. Ooh, baby. Oh my God. That's gonna be good. Have we got someone on that. Huh? Do we have someone on not, that? Not yet. Yeah. We'll find someone. We'll find someone. I'm back. <laughs> If, if not, we'll get, get Sean back. He's going to be truly the Andy He's Richter. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah or the Andy Richter. Uh, yeah. yeah, guys, but uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Peace. Oh.